Joining us now is the Vaping Industry Association of New Zealand Chair, Jonathan Devery. Hi, Jonathan. Hi, how are you? Uh, very well, thanks. Why do you think Labour has announced this policy now? Uh, I think it's a desperate policy by a struggling government looking to leverage an emotive issue with parents for votes. Uh, and the real issue is the policy lacks any evidence-based research to suggest that will even tackle the youth vaping issue. In your media statement, you say it's an attempt to score political points after polling disastrously. Do you really think they just whipped this one out of their back pocket after one bad poll last night? Uh, I do. do. They have no evidence to support that what what their policy is uh, is supposed to represent. The the evidence suggests that 7.6% of youth access vaping products from retailers and, and online. Um, squashing vaping retailers down to 600 or um, or uh, retailers who actually support vaping products. So it's not just attacking specialist vape retailers, it's reducing the total number of outlets that have vaping products down to 600. Um, is not going to achieve the purpose. Won't it? By limiting supply? The, their purpose is to limit supply. And cutting supply. down from thousands of stores to a few hundred, how won't that cut supply? Because the, the research shows only 7.6% of youth actually access products from, from vaping retailers or dairies. So the supply issue is not with the industry itself. It's with, you know, 75% of youth are accessing this, um, these products through social so- uh, sources. So friends, family, uh, products being supplied by individuals who are over 18 years old, not, not industry. So that's the real issue that they're failing to address and wrap their heads around. So what should they do about that, do you think, Jonathan, if not cutting the number of vape stores? Uh, that's, that's above my pay grade. That's an educational piece. Um, the Ministry of Education, Ministry of, Edu- uh, of Health actually need to talk to the public health uh, sector and talk to us as industry, and we can provide information um, and lean on each other's resources and knowledge to try and put something in place that prevents youth access. Uh, the so- industry does not want youth accessing these products. It's, it's from a commercial perspective, is at the detriment of, of industry because we just end up in this exact environment where we have tighter regulations that make no sense um, and are not going to attack the, uh, solve the issue. So, um, well, they could just ban vapes altogether. Then they could ban vapes altogether, but then you know New Zealand has the fastest uh, falling smoking rates in the Western world because of the ease of access um, and the current regulations supporting vaping products as a safer alternative to smokers. So suddenly our smoking rates begin to incline. Um, you know, 50% of uh, children in a, in a household where mum or dad smoke will smoke. So there's a huge issue around smoking. We need to support vaping as a smoking cessation product, make sure that we limit youth access to it, Okay, um, so put it in chemists and make it prescription only. What about that? Because that would mean it is only used as a cessation tool. Would you support uh, that, given, so you, given you are deeply not. concerned with it being used as a cessation tool rather than just a recreational one? No, so Australia has a pharmacy-only model. They have the largest black market for vaping products in the Western world and their youth vaping rates are higher than ours here in New Zealand. So the, the pharmacy model does not work. Education is lacking and common sense around tackling the issue is lacking. So we have a knee-jerk, uh, knee-jerk response from a government who's struggling in the polls. That's what this is.
A survey of youth vaping, this is the ASHES survey, which I'm sure you're really familiar with. It shows around, well, more than 10% of 14-year-olds are daily users of vapes. How, how concerning is that to you? It's incredibly concerning. Um, that's incredibly concerning. Um, and my question is, what, what is the education piece that's going to schools to support them in addressing this issue? I've spoken personally with myself with principals who had not received anything from the Ministry of Education or Ministry of Health on how to address this issue with their student bodies. Why is it not? Why can't you see that there may be a connection for, with the proliferation of vape stores? We're talking about thousands of stores, including dairies, selling vapes, some of them very close to schools in Marae, with obvious advertising and packaging that some people would argue are specifically appealing to a youth market. Whether they get them directly from you or secondhand from someone else, what responsibility does the vape industry take for their part in this? The, the vaping industry has a responsibility to adhere to the regulations and the law. And large in part, like any industry in New Zealand, the vast majority of, of industry goers do do so. There's always some immoral operators like there are in the liquor industry and other industries that are going to find a way to bend the rules or to sell products because they lack the moral compass to actually do what is supposed to be done for them. That, with this, that's a, yeah. Sorry. So with this proposal, Jonathan, the government would basically can, well, thousands of stores, right? Put them out of business. So stop selling uh, vapes talking, or you're out... Yeah, you're talking thousands of job losses and thousands of business closures. And, and the, that's the only thing, the only real known result from this policy. Okay, is, is that so would be the my outcome. question to you about that is, as an association, do you anticipate taking any kind of legal challenge around this? Uh, we haven't had a discussion regarding that, so I can't comment on that. So would you just sit back and allow that to happen? Uh, we, we haven't had a chance to come together as an association to talk through the finer details, so I, I, I don't know. Okay, um, so do, how, how should those stores be chosen, do you think, the ones that they're going to shut down? What should be the criteria for which ones they pick? I have absolutely no idea, and I guess and the only hope industry has, and I guess public health in terms of what we've been able to achieve and all the positives that we've achieved with uh, reduction in smoking rates, is that this government won't be there um, come next year. It'll be a changing government, one that actually understands how to tackle the wider issue. National um, supports these um, measures. They've come out today supporting these measures. I haven't seen that. I can't comment on that. Sorry, I haven't seen this. So your two major parties, which would make up part of a government, um, well, they both agree that there needs to be tighter regulation around vaping. We, we agree that there needs to be tighter regulation around vaping. We've, for five or six years now, we've been asking the government to put stricter um, penalties and tighter enforcement in place. Uh, there's been a complete lack of enforcement today. There's been warnings for breaches where, where stores have been caught selling to minors. They've been given a warning. They haven't even been fined. And there's been no appetite by the government to use their existing regulatory powers to remove non-compliant retailers. So, so should they, they should take a harder line in enforcement? Totally. But they need to take a line in enforcement because to date they've done nothing. Appreciate your time, Jonathan. That is Jonathan Devery, who's the Vaping Industry Association of New Zealand chair there.